This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. For the cheeseheads who want it fresh, and the ones who think Lambeau is a cathedral, this is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. So who, let's start with game balls. Who gets your game ball? Wow, there's so many people <laughs> that could get my game ball. Um, who gets... I'm going to give it to Luke. Musgrave. He had the most receiving yards of all the offensive players, um, only by two over Dontavian Wicks, but with 51 and his first career touchdown. We've been waiting for the Tud. So go 88. Yeah. I'm going to say Aaron Jones, which feels like cheating because it's Aaron Jones, but all season we have talked about the kind of impact we expected him to make on the offense, how, you know, he was going to be the key in the ignition for this offense, like he was going to make it go. You've got so many young players and he was going to be the reliable piece. And of course the injury factored into that quite a bit and being on a pitch count, but nice to see him healthy and getting his touches and making an impact because that's, I think we're starting to see now what this offense can look like and should look like when it's at full strength. So he'll get my game ball. Who would you say then is your stock up for the week? Stock up. Oh my, there are a few. Um, I mean, it probably has to be Carrington Valentine if he wasn't going to get my game ball simply because like he's looking now at being like your starting outside corner, at least for this foreseeable future until Eric Stokes comes back. So, um, and he put together a hell of a performance, you know, he's definitely making the case to keep that job. Um, So yeah, hell yeah, for Carrington. This one stings a little bit because my stock up was going to be Yash Nyman. And then he got hurt and Rashid Walker had to come back in. And I, to be fair, you know, the broadcast had even said like really nice block from Rashid Walker there coming in at left tackle. So he did have a good game, right? He he wasn't the liability that he had been in previous weeks. So I think Yash would have gotten my game ball, but or my stock up, but. We don't know the severity of his injury. We don't know if he'll be back. So I guess maybe the offensive line as a whole can get a collective stock up because they had a really pretty promising performance considering they were going up against a, what, seven-time All-Pro in Aaron Donald. So mm-hmm. who gets your stock down then for this week? 
I mean, tough. it is tough. I mean, I want to say it's John Rondon Jr. I just feel like he has not had a great season. And I know he was out of the game for injury, but they put Sean Ryan in and Sean Ryan was kind of trucking guys. So I don't know what the answer is here. And I think some shuffling along the offensive line is inevitable when your team's not doing particularly well and you have a lot of injuries, but man, I don't know if that right guard spot is like as locked up as we thought it was going into the season. I said something to Mark, right. When uh, Sean Ryan came in, but I was like, can you imagine getting like your first NFL snaps and it's just against Aaron Donald? Like what (laughs) has to feel like to just trot out into the red zone. And you're like, wait, what? It's like, I got to block him. (laughs) So kudos to him, of course, for doing that because he was, I think he was in right on the Aaron Jones touchdown. So he was, he was a people mover in that moment. So that was really impressive to see. Um, I think, unfortunately, the stock down has to go to Honors Carlson because the last couple weeks now we've seen some some misses. And, I mean, we knew it was going to happen, right? It's his rookie season. He was Four he was honors. too perfect, too perfect for too long, flew too close to the sun with his 100% success rate. Um, but, yeah, getting into the cold weather here at Lambeau, a lot of that will be coming down. So want to see improvement, I guess, in that aspect, especially because your offense is finally getting you into field position to score some points. So let's score some points. Um, favorite play then to wrap this thing up. Favorite play. There were a few actually. Um, I mean, this is going to sound weird. Cause like there's, a, I mean, obviously like I've already mentioned how much I love the Luke Musgrave TD. Um, and of course the, the Jonathan Owens kind of fumble with Dre recovery is great, but there was this one catch that Romeo Dobbs made and no one's going to talk about it, but it was the strongest hands catch. I think I have seen like in a long time and look Romeo, I'm not sure why has been like a subject of like a lot of debate on Twitter about like whether people think that he's a true, whatever the fuck Romeo has been the most consistent receiver on this team by far and away all season and all he ever does when he gets the ball is make plays and like this it was I think it was for a first down this catch I don't even remember if it was on a touchdown drive it doesn't matter to me he shows up in big moments all the time he makes contested catches he has strong hand he does everything asked of him um, and I'm just like I'm picturing his fingers right now just like plucking the ball out of the air um, I know you know which one I'm talking about. So that to me, just like, I don't know. It just more it was more like a, just kind of like a microcosm of everything he is as a player. I love that you mentioned that because the second that that play was made, I tweeted about it. And I said that he just has the strongest hands. And you're right. Like, who cares if he's not your wide receiver one, wide receiver two, he could be wide receiver six. And if he goes out there and that's the kind of contribution that he makes, it doesn't matter because he's making plays for the football team. So like this idea that we have to like find labels for all of these players and fill their role. We've always talked about Matt LaFleur is not really like if your role is doing your one eleventh effectively, you're going to see the field and you're going to get the football. And I think that's been evident this year more than any other season because that's what they need to do this year is figure out who the role players are going to be on this team moving forward. So yeah, 
I really like that play a lot. I thought the Jane Reed kind of, you know, 21 yard, like end around was really fun too. Cause that kind of felt like Matt LaFleur was just like in his bag, you know, like we would talked about like, Oh, he's got all these, these tricks that we want to see him roll out. I did like that. They tried the brotherly shove did not like that. It, you know, <laughs> didn't work twice. I took some blame for that on pack a day since I called it the Lambo bleep and said they were going to try it and something was going to go wrong. So that's probably my fault that it happened twice, but I, I like that kind of borrowing from the league, right? Like you see something that's working, you see it being done creatively and you implement that. Okay. It's not that it didn't go right because it was improperly executed. It was properly executed. Was. The refs <laughs> just took it off the board. So I say they should continue to go for it. I think that maybe this is something that's going to now be like very scrutinized. Like maybe every time Philly lines up now, the refs are going to be like just really eyeing down the line to see the touch push. If, yeah, the neutral zone. Like maybe that's how they're going to get around it. They can't outlaw the play, but maybe they're just going to be like really finicky and nitpicky now about about the neutral zone. I'm not going to say good. They should because I'm here for like as little refereeing as possible, quite frankly. But if you're gonna referee a play, just at least do it consistently. 